podcast i am your host jamie wills as per normal joined by daniel bassett daniel how are you hello uh i'm good good no no complaints this week yeah well ranked in um my favorite geordies he's just one below vic reeves and one above ralmo it's johnny flashback i'm back baby but you know if you ever call anyone from my area geordie you get some stick for that but i'll let you have it since What's the um? What's the difference? What's the difference between a Geordie and a flashback? I don't know what, what they call you. Oh. I don't know. No, well, that's not, not quite a Mac. I'm not quite a Geordie. I was going to say, I thought you're really straddling the border there, uh, Macam and Geordie. Yeah, yeah. I'm close to be a Macam than a Geordie. There we go. A geography lesson before we start in with the. Uh, the wrestling toys. Um, Johnny, you want to you want a cup recently? Do I remember seeing in your indie wrestling? I did. I, I did mean to bring it to to show you guys, but yes, I won the Anglo Scottish Cup, which is a, a prize in Arcadian wrestling. So we, we often get the Scottish guys down to do battle with us, and yeah, it's been it's been out. It's been vacant for quite a few months, and it's finally come back. And Johnny Flashback won. Johnny Flashback won. Well, at least one of the hosts has won a cup, unless they're doing a. Cups for best dressed nonce. I don't think you'll get anything, Daniel. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, are you the booker for Arcadian Wrestling? Oh no, definitely not. No. All I'm right, just... fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do a lot of the promotion and stuff like yeah. on Facebook. I would. I would have got mileage out of that ween if you were. <laughs> <laughs> we don't respect okay. you, Booker Man. Yeah. Um. As per normal, this podcast is not really sponsored, but we're good friends of Wrestling Trader anyway. Unless you want to sponsor us, give us some money, why don't you? Um, they have a loose sale on at the moment, as you would have seen, where you get uh, the cello, formerly known as Cello Toys, 20 quid for one, 35 for two, 30 pounds for three. So head on over there and sorry, James, 50 pounds for three. I just said 50 pounds for three. Yeah, 30 pounds for three. Did I? Flashback, you're a third. I think you said 50 pounds for three, 35 for two. Yeah, right? there we go. That's right. Maybe oh, you're I'm confused so, on the conversion rates over there. I'm so sorry. If if I got it wrong, it's it's my mistake. Something we can parlay into for the podcast. <laughs> um, smooth transition, but I'm not finished with Wrestling Trader yet because Series Two of uh, Wrestling Megastars, the pre-orders ending Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Um, so the last chance to get Haku. And the lads is Wednesday night, which is the night this goes live. So you better fucking hurry up at 10 p.m. <laughs> Have you pre-ordered yours, Johnny? I haven't. I've been on the... I don't know where I'm going with my collecting, to be honest. I've sold a lot of my elites. Mattel really in my ship books at the moment for re-releases and a lot of things we might get into um, <laughs> quite soon anyway. Um, just got lost a bit of interest, but I'll probably get a bit of four more before Wednesday and definitely maybe order at least Haku because that's a must have. Maybe you could um, pre order the Dynamite Kid uncensored whilst you're there. 
<laughs> I definitely did. Or I ordered two of them as well. I just don't have any evidence that I ever done it. So what can you do? You can beg and plead. No, I pretend you didn't get them, and then just get some free ones. Um, AW ticket sales have been doing well for the UK show. Dan, you're you're um going to watch. You're flying over to these realms. I am. I am. If you'll have me, gentlemen. Um, no fucking yeah. choice if we <laughs> not really close the border that much. Free travel between the two countries. Um, so the yeah, no, very, 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 very excited for that. Was very pleasantly surprised at the level of interest. I thought, yeah, they'll do fifty. There's like three of us and people we sort of talk with. We're probably in a silo in some ways because like we love it. We we still watch it. We still. Uh, in Giants' case, are involved in it. But I just didn't know that there was that much kind of sleeper fans, and they would be around our age, uh, that would be motivated to do it. So it's so cool. It's so cool to see. It's a real event for event for us. Like It's like the granddad's convention. Like, <laughs> um, I think that the difference between this and, and Clash at the Castle, because you remember it was like, Everyone was hyped to start with, and then we saw the prices. Everyone was like, no, and it just bombed a little bit at the start. I think the difference is that they do it where you're in the queue for so long when you first get in there, and you you finally get through, and you see that there's tickets from 25 quid, and you're like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. So you just buy them anyway out of out of FOMO, really. Um, I think that's the difference, because also the Clash at the Castle, their lowest price tickets right in the rafters were um, 65 quid, so... Jesus, just to get a foot in the door. They, they they don't have the machine that WWE do. Cardiff would be accessible to 50 million people. Accessible as in easy to get to. And London is accessible to a billion people. Like, you know, so it's 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 that the price and everything. Like I was all on for Clash of the Castle until I saw the prices, and then I was like, well, I should stay for two nights, I have to go to Bristol, I have to do this, do, do that thing. And I was like, you just go to London, go to the event, and go home. And that's the age group that I'm in. Like, so. yeah. you're, in you're in good company. Yeah. Um, I tell you what's not in good company is the Mattel stage. Um, before we get into the new news, should we say, um, sadly, that's that's fallen off a cliff uh, and there's no more. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I've been chopping at the bit to get on to this podcast to say my bit about this Nitro stage and how badly it's been handled. The first thing that we all said, all right, why is it £470 for us to buy in the UK? And then there's postage on top. But it's $400 in the US, which equates to £320. Um, so their response to that was to say, oh, 470 is not enough. Let's put it to 500 quid. That'll, um, <laughs> that'll go a long way. Get the punters empty, roundy. I know they've done a lot of explanation of what it could be, shipping surcharges and all this, but why wouldn't that shipping be added after the price of the... It, it is for me just to annoy you a bit more. Like, mine is $400, and the customs and shipping is my problem. Yeah, that's how it should be. I think that was probably the best way to do it, like they did for a new gen, but I realise the whole website's changed now, which is a shame for a lot of us, because that stage itself was fantastic. It really is, and I, I was a Nitro kid. I, I was watching WCW back then. I, I'm the, the perfect customer for this, but the price, I'm not paying $220 more than someone from the US. It's not happening. Yeah. No, I, I agree in the sense of, like, 
four seventy, and then we all complained, and they put up to five hundred. It, it didn't make. <laughs> you complain, I'll increase the price. Yeah, <laughs> I'll teach you. Don't complain anymore. Um, <laughs> it is a shame. I think it's a shame that us as collectors get blamed for this sort of thing, um, rather than that being the bottom line, Daniel. I have a big, a big bugbear with this. I mean, we people with much more successful podcasts than ours having tantrums on Twitter. People that have done more for the hobby than anybody else. I'll, I'll freely admit that, but uh, kind of realizing they can't just dictate to people how to spend their money. A 50% price increase on top of the new gen for no matter what anyone says or people trying to do any details, it's something that doesn't cost much more to produce. It's It was so cool. It's such a disappointment. There's a few things that have gone into it. Fashion WCW, which was class for 20-something years, doesn't help. Like Especially the likes of you, Jamie, that may not have just been slightly young when it ended. Um, so you've got this thing of WCW was inferior. It fucking wasn't. Um, like, uh, fashion WCW, 50% price increase. These, I don't know, but it, it it pushed me because I didn't have any of the shipping issues that you guys do, but it, it pushed me was kind of uh, figure influencers dictating to you that you want to buy this and you want this and you want this. And I was sitting there thinking, so cool. Like you could, you could get me. But why are you dictating to me about what I should and shouldn't buy or who's good or bad at collecting and this kind of thing. And I think it left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths bar some fucking sycophants. I'd say it, I'd say it as it is. Um, you know, and then their new gen got over the line because of resale. Let's not let let's not pretend it didn't. Uh there's no resale in 400. I see why they would increase the price, but also uh if there's nothing in it for someone to move it on. Nothing in it to move for someone to move it on. So that's a, that they they smashed their own supply and demand curve by trying to get that piece off the curve for themselves, which actually only existed in a re- in a reseller repackaging figures kind of uh, uh, realm. So so many things have been wrong. Um, the guy who pushed it pushed so hard. I felt quite sorry for him. I imagine he's constrained by his employers. He seems like an all right fella, um, but like overtly ignoring. The comments that were getting the most likes and like just just talking to the people who were being positive about it it doesn't help it doesn't help it's 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 a it's a dark it was a dark day for the hobby i think and a dark time for this kind of people dictating to customers this is what you'd like or you're not a good collector it seems to only necessarily happen in kind of the wrestling sphere like you're wrong for not consuming this not we've done anything wrong yeah, I think the the worst thing, as you mentioned there, is the resale value. So I think there was a scene that people were selling the new yeah. gen arena, say hundred for Doink, eighty for diesel and macho hundred odd and etc. So when you break it down, you probably get about five hundred quid in total back for your two fifty that you would have risked to start with. So they've probably gone, Oh, well, why don't we bump it up? They'll still get the five hundred quid back from or dollars back from the arena, but we may also make that extra cut. Which has just been obviously the wrong approach. Um, and it's just, yeah, hindsight's lovely, but I think even from the start, we're saying, um, not could have hooked me in with better figure choice, could have hooked me with better figure choice. I think more figures would have been, yeah, because like you, you see all this kind of our production costs, production costs. What we did learn last year, soon your Joey Dollies will be with you people, is that this doesn't cost that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do we know? 
Um, yeah. But you, you were right about the resale value. That's what pushed new gen. I myself, you, you said this before, Jamie, you know I bought 10 new gen. Mm. You got stung yeah. for the customs for it as well. <laughs> I, I bought a set for the entrance and I kind of I got my money back and got a, well, free, but my labor entrance. Like, yeah. You know, so, so in theory, I'm the perfect customer to buy these crowdfunds, maybe multiple, because I, I've got a means to, yeah. to sell them on on, on yeah. my eBay page. And there's just no value there. There's, there's no way you'd no. even recoup your money. And no. you're right. Like from one niche, niche, niche appearance. Like, so. Poor choices. Um, especially Ray Mysterio, I think, being yeah. the biggest figure. It's, you've had so many Rays before and the only one that was really sort of interesting was Scott Steiner. Yeah, because it was, it was the first Scott Steiner figure in any line from Mattel that we've seen. Yeah. Um, also, got the Rick Steiner from the Elite coming out, but we haven't seen a Scott yet. <laughs> Maybe um, not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe not. But uh, yes, I think that's, it's... what we can say about WWE is they do not give a hoot. So it will depend on how that online reaction and trajectory has gone. Do you know? What I mean? So they'll take the the wind, and if it's died down, we're getting Rick Steiner. If it's not died down, we're not. Yeah, uh, the same way that the conservatives do. They wait for things to die down, and then sort of go, oh, forget about that. We've got this new thing. Look at the shiny keys we've got. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, the Mattel stage, just a general upsetting point. But if it means that we're now paving the way for things like that raw ring to come out, where it's a bit of a big item, but it's at a reduced price for just one thing, I'll be happy for that. We've got the Nitro ring coming out. If we can maybe get like a backstage area going forward rather than it being a big hoorah and just being a straight-up purchase, because Mattel aren't short of money, are they? No, no. No, no it's uh, like, and I, I, yeah, it's, it's it just seemed to have been like mishandled and it's just... Sad. I don't know how many people were put off by the pushers of Mattel and the Mattel people, people who get access to Mattel. I was, I was, and they're the people who kind of would would really bring this hobby up. To be fair to them, like you know, so yeah, you still bought one, didn't you? Um, what, what bought or want? Either or. Did you buy one? No, I, I I didn't, and I was on the verge. I really were. I really was a few times. You're the reason this failed. Then you piece of shit. Yeah, this, that's exactly what Zack Ryder would say to me. Saying, "Stop collecting, stop collecting." <laughs> I, I do have a confession to make, in that I bought it on the last day, but this was more of a. Um, I didn't think it would happen, but if it did, it was more of an experiment because I ordered it, and ha- would have it shipped to a US shipping place, so they were shipped yeah. to the US, then shipped for me. I was just really going to say what the price difference would have been. After the shipping, and you know, the, yeah. I guess the inevitable tax thing, and say, yeah, this is how much Mattel kind of like skimmed off the top. Yeah, just trousers of UK collectors. Like, I mean, it's yeah, it, it's it's a kind of unfathomable. I suppose what they're doing is, I just know from my own training and work, what they're doing is taking taking all bets of currency changes for the next year, mm-hmm. edging them completely. And shipping, I guess. Actually, because you know, shipping doesn't make, make a difference, is it? We're paying for that. Yeah. So they're just taking all all permutations of currency and and making sure they win, um, yeah. which is really anti-customer. I think that the actual um the price that was taxed was the price in 
pounds rather than in dollars. So instead of being taxed four hundred dollars, you got taxed four hundred pounds, which is more like five hundred dollars. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah <laughs> it makes no sense. No, no, none of it made any sense at any point. At which one point they moved to say that the five hundred dollars includes customs, and then they said it doesn't. And I was kind of like, five hundred pounds including customs. At least you know when it's done and it's sorted. But no, no, bloody Brexit. No. Um, yeah. You mentioned obviously about Ray Mysterio Ultimate. We've got the Rufus Aggression Ray Ultimate coming out soon with the the lovely headdress, uh, and also Eddie Guerrero that we saw images of. Um, who's been getting a bit of flack, the Eddie, for for having too wide of shoulders and just generally being a bit beefy. Yeah, big lad. Um, Eddie is suffering from that problem where we used to talk about when we were me you and Adam in our first reincarnation of three points and Adam used to hate the torsos more so than anyone. And he's right in this case, it doesn't fit. It just doesn't look right on him. You could argue that skin tone is a bit too dark for that Eddie as well. And, and I believe the shirt he wore only come out after he died. Is that right? Correct. Uh, we discussed that uh, when we first saw the figure as well. Um, that might be why I heard it. Information, information here first. Um, I, I've got a theory on this figure. Um, stay with me on it. So I think you know they'd had those flip head figures. They did it with Power Rangers as well. Yeah. Um, the Rufus Aggression line is basically based off Rufus Aggression figures, not attires and wrestlers from that. So you'll see, like the JBL was based off an old WrestleMania Rufus Aggression figure and Shelton Benjamin and. Um, sort of Kevin Nash, but he's more of an R3. So that's what the whole line's based off. It's a homage to the Rufus Aggression line. So the Eddie Guerrero figure looks a lot like the Fliphead one that you get, which their shoulders are built in a weird way. Um, that being said, it still looks ridiculous, but that could be the reason for it. Because RVD had a head that looked like the Ring Giants one, where it looked like he'd seen the actual ring, the film. So that could be... It could be nonsense. It could be... Uh, <laughs> is that the most deep rabbit hole we've ever gone into in that in this podcast we just had a fucking 10 minute conversation about a stage that didn't get made let's and, not let's not pretend oh no no, no 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 i'm not saying that i'm here and clicking my fingers and all the ladies are showing up i'm not saying that <laughs> like a pervy thanos yeah um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've got the aggression uh, figure on the screen now, and I'll see anyone listening, just have a Google. Um, yeah. So in that, similar to the attire that he's got for the ultimate figure. This ultimate line, you keep mentioning, is it a sideline for the ultimates? It's a ruthless aggression sideline for ultimates, is that right? Or is it not yeah, so, so there's a ruthless aggression line, which is normally a Leeds. Yeah. And they've done a special ultimates, where they got like Brock Lesnar, uh, RVD, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Um, oh, right. So I so all of them. And the whole Rufus Aggression lines, you've had like Cena, Shelton Benjamin, Kevin Nash, uh, Shawn Michaels, Lesnar, Batista, RBD. Eric Bischoff is on the way. And Bischoff with the Billy and Chuck wedding mask. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, them all. I just wasn't sure that this was, I, I just thought it was a normal ultimate release rather than it being a Rufus Aggression line. Yeah, I think they do. Well, they've got the four that are coming out, but um, they'll have like special packaging and stuff for it. Um, Daniel's Daniel's left out of his own aggression. No, yeah. I, 
I, I just also these this Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero are both in a sense re-releases as well. So you know you had that Legend Six Eddie Guerrero, which is exactly the same, and then you had your Entrance Great Rey Mysterio, which is exactly the same. And I think that's just kind of where things went off a bit for me in terms of my collecting is where I had this lovely elite, and then they've either gone re-released that same figure, or they've just went and released the same figure in a ultimate version making the one you have um quote unquote obsolete mm -hmm. but maybe not um but also you know it diminishes all that value it had to begin with yeah adam was making that point to me last week i kind of said like out the, out the gap i i, I love it but <laughs> I, I do because things you want would be more accessible to things but i get why but then you are the bread and butter and it's kind of put you off having something special so yeah, they're, they, it seems they're not finding the sweet spot with yeah. people uh, lately. I mean, one like, thing I will say is some some of the like, the greatest hits hits line haven't been too easy to access. Um, like series one of greatest hits, I think we saw a lot more of like the rocks and takers and so on. We didn't see much of. I would say like I saw a bit a bit more of Bam Bam, but there's one or two figures in there you didn't see much of. Um, Serious Two might be the same. Yeah, I mean maybe, but you know you had that Jake the Snake from the flashback series, which was going for about hundred pounds. You know, then mm. the, the the greatest hit, then it's a twenty pound figure overnight. Mm. Um, Harley Race being the biggest corporate of this. Uh, yeah, I, think yeah. I was on the podcast when I said, "Oh, I got a good deal for Harley. I bought it for hundred and forty quid." Mm. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. It's going for two hundred pounds plus. Yeah, you know, there's there's clearly people who are working for Mattel on eBay going, well, now hang on, <laughs> you know, and and it makes all the sense in the world from their point of view, but then it pisses the people who will spend. Yeah, they're the real people you want to keep on board. The people who'll be with you through the bad times, and yeah. it's, it's it's annoying. It's so it's a rough, rough balance to strike, um, like. They shouldn't be annoying the likes of you and Adam, you know that kind of way. Uh, I know you've you've talked on the podcast about how how you like the re-releases, it gives everyone oh, yeah. a chance and that sort of thing, and you're not in it for the money. But I think where my collection started was that okay, I I bought this figure, then a year later it's doubled in value. Yeah. So I can't lose by buying this twenty twenty pound elite. It's always going to go for value or retain. Adam made me think there inextricably linked and it's not that you're going to go sell them all it's yeah. that it's a nice thing to have that you made the effort to get it the first time out like you know and if you ever needed money or, or whatever because I, I don't know some people are more, more than others and people resell figures all the time and all that kind of thing and it is inextricably linked like purple alice is a fucking horrible figure but it's cool that we have it yeah like yeah it's the same as nfts and stuff isn't it um, anyway, oh, like it's sort of like stock, you know, oh, it's yeah, you might not want to sell that stock item, but you know, it's it's worth something to you. So um but then I, on the other side of things, I get to own a Legends Bam Bam, which will go well with you know my collection. Yeah. Which and, and it's that, not like you, you couldn't you would have brought the bank buying that Legends Bam Bam it was about forty quid maybe. Yeah, but I ain't spending that on it. The boy for twelve the other day, twelve pound I paid. I think for. You can avoid that by doing a different color Bam Bam Bigelow. 
very easily. Yeah. 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 W Bam Bam Bigelow to go with some sort of nitro arena. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Actually, think... that, actually, hardcore Bam Bam in the grey. Yeah, the little the belt. We've we've not had a hardcore WSW belt yet, have we? No. Just an idea. Um, but yeah, I think mean, we're really gonna hurt people. The releases like the Macho Ultimate that we've got coming up, which is a re-release of the um Defining Moments WrestleMania 7, uh, which I get it because they released the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, yeah, it was on the way. It was on the way. Yeah. Um, but stuff like that, stuff like the Bret Hart that we had, um, which yeah. was very similar to the um yeah, I, I, I'd, love well. I'd love to see the sales figures as in Inside exclusive. Sorry. Was it worth hurting? X and the the first guys to sell it again. I'd love to see. Probably not. I mean, I think it probably does make Mattel's bottom line better overall. I'm not denying that, but it's it it is a bit of a turn off for someone like me, definitely. Oh no, and and it's 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 a point well made. Um, and the animated, like I did, I in general, like and and in the kind of sphere of morality, the thing what would would hit me is like. Oh, I figure someone wants is more accessible. That's nice. Mm. You know, well, like, we don't think like that though, Dana. We think, fuck you. No, we're all children. It's <laughs> bad. And I'm the same. And and like it, it sort of what Adam made me do was think about my own nature. And and that I'm no different to anyone else. Like it's not like that. If if when they do eventually surface, because they will, like say the purple Aldis like it will be a 40 pound figure. What can we do about that? Nothing. Does it annoy me? Maybe because I have one, and then I won't be like one of the few people who whip one. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you never know. I don't think it'll go out to 40 quid. I think they, they find the extra hundred or whatever it is. Um, with less than that, wouldn't it? I don't think it'll go out to 40. I think maybe maybe it'll find its price because at the moment there's not really right, a set uh, price for it. Is there? Well, I'm just thinking of numbers, I'm pegging it off what we call an economic substitute goods, which would be. Blue pants and bloody head and all, which which hover around the 40, 50. So NXT and, superstar blue pants. What's she got Lila, to do? Lila, she got released from AW last week. Oh, Lila, Lila, the librarian. Yeah, which one's the blue pants? That FC collections. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I saw, Maybe. Wrestling trade was black. On, yeah, I saw one of them on car four hundred ninety quid. So it's probably his price point's probably about 80 then. <laughs> I sold it for 190. Yeah, no, we, and see things, things will ebb and flow as the wrestling megastars continue, and you get like people who love Eddie Guerrero but are completists and start getting involved low British Bulldog and they're completists and they start getting involved then and then it will ebb and flow the prices of people going backwards, going like God I'm looking. Nick Aldous. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get some re-releases. We won't. Um, <laughs> no Luke. Bad Luke. No, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, we also saw some FTR brawlers, which um, obviously wants to get on the two-week pre-order. We seem to have a new one of these every time we speak every two weeks. Seems like they've just got a two-weeks revolving door of just different, different ones. We had the Hardys the other week. I think you may have may have literally hit the nail on the head, and they're they're cool looking. I like them. I'd love to be more into brawlers, but they're asking for money every two weeks. Mm. Well, you can pick and choose, I guess. Like I think some. Oh yeah. Some um, some I like. Some I just sort of think meh. I don't need a powerhouse Hobbs one. Do you know what I mean? But you say that, but 
They're not bad little things, to be honest, as little collectibles. Maybe if it was something UK-based, I might even, you know, spend a five on, on one, few legends, have a Ooh, little collection. Oh, fiver? I don't know how much it Generosity flashback. <laughs> how much does it cost? Um, I think I, I think they're about 20. What? All oh, right, well, that's not going to happen. I think I think the flares, they had like five variants of, of flair, didn't they? A match yeah. as well. Actually... I think they were fourteen ninety nine by then, so I think the two packs might be like twenty five. Oh, it's because I got a bundle of them around about a five pound each, so maybe I was. Just yeah. Like, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And every bundle includes Tamatonga and Bully Ray. <laughs> Some reason. I've got two Tamatongas. I've got eight micro brawlers, and two of them are Tamatongas. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so not a good ratio for our timer. Um. I mean, Absolutely. yes, brilliant. Season two, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, Red. season two. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-order ends, 10pm. Make yeah. sure there's no, not more Tamatongas than we need. Um, Crapplers and Gimmicks uh, by Hastel Toys revealed the... Well, first of all, they had a shotgun pre-order for, for Sabio Vega. Let me, before you jump in, Daniel, let me just rile off the, the news we got, and then I'll just let you go like a, a rabid dog. Um Shotgun pre-order for Savio Vega. Godwin's pre-order. Uh, they've added the pig and the slot bucket to apologise for the amount of pre-orders that they've put up. They've kept the pre-orders going. And they've also reminded everyone of Carlito Caribbean Cool, who is signed with them as well. Uh, probably to do with Backlash uh, every day. And the two people appearing on there. Daniel, let's slide across to you. And I'll go mute for a bit. Right, well, we'll go to the good and the bad column. The good column is it's good business to release a savvy open Vega figure the night he appears on a WWF pay-per-view. Nobody can argue with that. But the fact that three days beforehand they'd released a Godwins and that nothing is in hand yet and it's just continual pre-orders and then in the interview with you, which I think was probably maybe, what, eight, nine months ago, Jamie? We... Yeah, he could have had a baby in that time. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Not me personally. But um, the the... He said he didn't want to make the mistakes of previous companies, but okay. And people can understand, like, you know, this prayer is a funding mechanism, that kind of thing as well. Um, but I mean, if you're going to continue doing it, you're going to continue, to, like, people are going to get people are already jaded. People were jaded before Rappers and Gimmicks even came along. Their signings are amazing, their figures have gotten better each, each time. To be fair, the Godfather is fucking horrific, and then from there. It's, they've actually all got quite good, if not really good. Um, in particular, Tony Norris is, is excellent. Um, the Godwins look great. I'm really looking forward to my little pig and my little slot bucket for when I go to the retirement home. Um, Don't call your missus that. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Um, so, look, you know, uh, and then price point, very bad. Very, very bad as compared to comparable figures. Um I don't understand it. Um, it's just trying to squeeze the maximum amount out of people when, in fact, if you conceivably crunch the numbers, it is quite possible you would make more money with a lower price if you're shifting units, um, which a lot of his signings could easily do. They could shift units. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, you know, like I, res I, I respect the hustle or the hustle or the hassle or the all that, but like, I mean, there's still things to learn from. At least there was a bit of notice given for the Godwins. Um, you know, there's been no blowback for us slagging them about uh, kidnapping Cassandra, which is always good. I was a bit worried about that. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, the last two pre-orders, nobody's got kidnapped before them. 
So, you know, that's good. On the way up. On the way up. On the way up. So, look, we, we you know, with the jury's out, stuff They'll needs... probably get fucking Kane Jingles, Dad, so, like, I've yeah. given him permission to use my peg. Or something. I remember Dale. The... Stuff needs to get in hand from these guys, really and truly. Like, I mean, we've we've got Sal and um, Caleb UK to talk about yet, and it's going to be a recurrent theme as well. And it, coming back asking for more cash is is kind of getting a bit cheeky at this point. I mean, mic drop. <laughs> you, you've nailed nailed everything there. Um, but you're right. Timing wise, Savio Vega and Carlito having them under contract, the the pops those guys got a backlash. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no there's every bit of business sense in the Savio pre-order, but like could he have not, you know, kept in touch with Savio, realized there was a fucking pay-per-view in Puerto Rico that weekend and kind of thought, maybe I'll do the Godwins in a couple of weeks' time. Mm. You know, yeah, you're, you're I, cannibalizing I, each other. I said to you, didn't I? I think the day after I was like, it's good business sense to do the pre-order then, but is is it bad business sense to not do it maybe ahead of time? But he, he may not have known, like, you know, these kind yeah, of... Yeah, but it's a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico. I mean, who else are they going to pull out of the of the mix? Yeah, I mean, I, Pitbull? I didn't expect to see Savio. I didn't expect to see Savio. I, I, did. I, I expected to see him in the audience sitting down, like, because the last time we saw him, he was a bit of a bloater at Undertaker's retirement. So I didn't expect him to be a lot. And I didn't appreciate how big he is there as well. And Carlito, like I knew Carlito's dad was the man there, all right, yeah, but I didn't appreciate how big the two guys are. So, um, I think the one thing I missed about for love of wrestling, I said to Adam when we first looked, I was like, fuck, Carlito's gonna be there. That's one thing that I wanted to see was Carlito because I was a, a big fan of his back in the day, but so I can see why he got um the big pop. So I think I'm glad out of all of the toy makers that Carlito signed with Grapplers and Gimmicks, as weird as that sounds, only because I think that he'll do the figure justice and he'll have extra time to put a bit of effort into it as opposed to Zombie Sailor where we'll, we'll get it in two years' time or, um, or even Epic to some extent. He'll be put in a series. So I think that's that's probably why we're happy for Grappers to be able to get it. The Savio looks great compared to the absolute just clusterfuck we got when we first saw it. But it's good that he listened and uh, put it forward on there. Um the Godwins, it's... I'm still a friend of the, the company, though, according to Mitch on his uh, Facebook. When That's I good. Asked. As you're part yeah, of the we still back. consider you a friend. Well, like, um, we still consider you a friend. Like, And I'd say if it was in real life, you would, like, would have had his fist in my nose, in my nose, we still consider you a friend. <laughs> as long as you're still part of his wolf pack. Um, and, you, know, you know what he does to little piggies, wolf packs, don't you? Blow them down. Chinese factories. Um... <laughs> Don't blow any pigs. Um, Killer BK uh, we'll look at next. So one thing I'll notice is that Kamala has been removed from all of his social medias. Um, no word as to, to why. He said he'd update it soon. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take him to type out we didn't have the rights, but... <laughs> he, um... he needs to kidnap um, Kamala's widow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's how it works that's how you get someone to sign for your for, your, for uh, yeah that was very very strange it was, it was actually pointed out to me and uh, I went to see um, I mean it's difficult to say because I'd imagine the man is, is extremely litigious but to be honest like you know drive past my house it's fine um, 
the history with the fig- doing figures, sorry, Irish Siri is about to make another appearance. Nope. Uh, Wait for Irish I Siri. Take you very seriously. Thanks, Siri. Thanks, Siri. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, Daniel, that is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's more to Siri than this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can't get sued if Siri says it. Um, <laughs> the, you know, we couldn't conflate, we couldn't do that, we couldn't do such a thing, gentlemen. Um, the issues around Haystacks, Calhoun and the Conquistadors to have anything to do with randomly deleting at least 100 social media posts, at least 100 social media posts. Um, no trace. No. Um, quite baffling, um, to be honest. So uh, we couldn't conflate other issues that have happened with the company. Um, but just for the listener's benefit, this is a man who had a row at the weekend or outed, quote-unquote, Alex Shelley over a gear deal gone wrong. This being one of the most beloved people in wrestling who works as a medic outside of wrestling. Um, draw, your own draw your own conclusions there. So. Um, yeah, I did see that post, actually, where he um, said that he paid Alex Shelley for some gear as well as some free stuff and then never got sent it and then went away and still didn't get sent it and then... Weird. Um, not something you should probably post. Sent it in the end, though. Yeah, you got sent it in the end, just not without the free stuff um, that he didn't pay for. That was that it. Yeah, maybe actually he's on strike if he's a medic worker. You never know. Yeah. Um, we also saw more Yoshi Tatsu images. Um, head too big for his body. It's a question as well as a as a statement i guess <laughs> in, in the in the render yes it, it, yoshitatsu is the makings of a cool figure the three designer that did kamala but did a really good job uh did he sorry i didn't kamala is he signed kamala is he <laughs> no knowledge of it um, <laughs> um, um yeah, yeah. yoshitatsu looks shocked by it anyway he did so shocked his head inflated. Um, so you know, and then there's nine th- every piece of clothing that the the person you always tattoo has ever worn is a variant. Um, so we've that to look forward to, gentlemen. What a time to be a collector! Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hairstyles wise, I'd say like it's got every pretty much every kind. It looks like he's called Kirsty and lives around the park by your way. Um, with all the different hairstyles that he's got. There's a blonde streak in there, there's a red streak, there's like an orangey streak in there. I mean, I get the continence thing, and obviously we we know about like variants and minimums that you need on variants, so maybe he thinks he's not going to shift that many units, so if he does 175 variants of each, then uh, it'll get him over the the quota for it, but, you know. Well, from his four customers. <laughs> Hundreds yeah. of seventy-five variants for four people. Well, you actually Tatsu would buy one of each, I imagine. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, so yeah, look, I mean, I mean, ta- Tatsu is probably what they should have called the company. <laughs> <laughs> because they're tat and then they get sued, Johnny. No, we got, it, we got yeah, it. I got it. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. Actually, yeah, I was just... <laughs> yeah. right, I've just got looking at the screen thinking yeah no it's it, you know it's 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 a difficult one this is another person that has produced 
the sum total of nothing. What's nothing by nothing is still fucking nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Quick maths. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's move on to wrestling trade top five figures that are actually in hand at the moment as well. Um, before that, Johnny, do you have any input into into these? Anything actually three or five pence into the ring for Tatsu? Did you? I didn't even know there was a pre-order for Tatsu. So, not yet, but it's more like um, yeah, there will be. Don't you worry. Are you? You asked my opinion on the figure. Um, yeah, just if you, if you have any opinions, if you don't. You're also allowed to not have an opinion. <laughs> Yoshi Tatsu came at a time where I just wasn't watching wrestling and I don't know much about him. So it's hard to read comments to say like how many units he'll shift or anything, but I guess he's somewhat of a um, toyetic looking fella. So. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you sell? Because I think his elite was relatively sought after for a bit. Relatively. Relatively. For, uh, <laughs> for about a week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop making them. Um, so, uh, the Rush Collectibles have Chris Van Vliet coming up Friday week, I think. Yes, May the 19th. Because I know that, because it's the, it's the day after my son's birthday and the day after my anniversary. Same day. Um, I think it's the date that Kane's movie was coming out. Do you remember they kept saying May 19th? It's a mango. Yeah, I remember that. And it's the date I'm going to view my new build. Well, there we go. It's all kicking off on May 19th, isn't it? Well, it's great. We get to give Sal money after uh, 11 months ago, giving him money for eight, nine figures and still nothing of them. So we've that to look forward to. But at least yeah. it's got a, a tie in a neck. It does. It does. So, think of that. Um, I think we'd said before, it will shift figures because of who Chris Van Vliet is. Yeah. Um, we know that. He knows that. Everyone knows that. Um you want to buy it great well, what they don't fucking know is they're not getting it until 2026 <laughs> yeah oh classic uh right let's move on to the rest of the trailer top five where we have a look at uh the top five things that have been sold on the wrestling trader website um i can pretty much do all five uh in uh the words of kenny loggins ready at five adam bomb loose House no loose. Blue Haystacks is also loose. Big Daddy loose. And in number one, Wembley Haystacks loose. It's top five. Lizzo would have some involvement here. Lizzo? Yeah, well, um, it's her fault that she's there again. Loose. Just in case you're wondering, that's uh, a modern day music for all the granddads and people of our age out there. But anyway, yeah, all the loose figures that we discussed at the start have made the top five. What are the chances? Um, <laughs> it does make sense. Fair play to them for doing a good deal on the loose figures. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's out, out of bad from something good because I imagine a lot of them had faulty cards and stuff. So at least the shad bolts be able to get something into the till while they're trying to come come through everything, and then uh, you know, so uh, and then people can get their fill up their collection and not have to pay eBay prices. But I yeah. do wonder how many of them are going to start popping on eBay. I haven't checked because, like, they've now essentially flooded the market with them. So, yeah. But I mean, at least in the meantime, they're not going to be going for more than what Wrestling Trader are advertising, or at least not much more. Unless you don't know about the turn on the website and then yeah. you get some old dearies going, oh, there's a haystack for 40 quid and picks it up and whatever. But, um, yeah, I think, I think, like, people that, 
they'll given the option if they had a carded haystacks they're waiting for people that all like dynamite kid with a, a haystacks they're waiting on they'll be given the option of do you want loose um because we can send that out to you that way um so yeah the options there people if you want it stop you complaining um so yeah well, I, I said to you two before the start we'd have a little a talking point, I guess, at the end of the episode. A bit of a wind-down, really, because we had uh, we had backlash this past week. Bad Bunny put on a hell of a show. So the one thing that's improved in the last, I'd say, year or so, uh, since probably the last Mania 37, where Bad Bunny was two years back, has been the celebrity involvement in wrestling. So we're used to the likes of M- Menounos, Maria Menounos, and Snooki and... Shit, uh, making an appearance, a one-time appearance, just absolutely just being awful uh, and pinning a, a, a wrestler um, up to today's standards where they're putting in the work, they're putting involvement in, and, and they're really getting stuck in. So, um, Johnny, do you think that's sort of been sort of the rise of, of people wanting to be good at every profession, or what do you think? I just think it's, it's more fans that are getting into wrestling now rather than, like, you know, the celebrity is going to get paid X amount of money to be at WrestleMania. It's more that they want to do it rather than yeah. they're getting paid to do it, which which obviously helps when we see with with Bad Bunny and Logan Paul and and to be fair, Maria Menounos wasn't too bad either. To be like, she wasn't that bad. Um, she played a few times, didn't she? Yeah, she, she did all right. Um, yeah, and Pat McAfee, hmm. great. Yeah, yeah, I think quite a few in the last five years. So. And and I I think honourable mention, especially because you know Pat and Gronk and Maria, uh, and uh, all come from some sort of sporting backgrounds where they have some sort of elect, uh, athleticism. Special mention to someone who has overtly for the last thirty years in public smoked weed and reacted better in an injury situation uh, than conceivably most wrestlers on WWE's book. When Shane McMahon hurt himself, so Snoop Dogg, like, just take a bow, son, because, uh, like, he probably on, can't. On fly, he like, can't take a bow. He's fucked. Like, <laughs> he won't be. Able. <laughs> uh, but on, uh, reacting the way he did on the fly would it even made me kind of go, was that plant? Uh, well, I kind of realized when Shane fucked up the leapfrog that it wasn't plant because, like, at least an injury you'd make or a kayfabe injury you'd make look impactful. Like so, uh, so it like massive shout out to Snoop Dogg for just his reactions and timing and all that. You'd know he was a performer, like on stage, and he's kind of comes across shit in his life or whatever. But um, yeah, and and so then yeah, um, but people listening here will be very angry if we don't mention how well Lawrence Taylor did in the main event of WrestleMania Eleven. Yeah, we mentioned Bam Bam at the start. I think Bam yeah. Bam carried him to a, a yeah. great match, but it was a, a good sport. Um, yeah, even back to the WrestleMania two Battle Royal, um, the the NFL guys in that. Yeah, the refrigerator comes to mind. Yeah, and, and the only one that comes to mind. I bet you couldn't name another one. Um, the washer dryer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was Mongo wasn't in it, but he was involved in WWF in the early nineties a little bit as a kind of a celeb, and then he yeah. started wrestling training and was in WCW. Um, was that and Michael Mongo? Yeah, yeah, and took to Jamie behaviour stuff, um, and, yeah. and took to it quite well. 
And then the other side of athletes not taken to is poor El Ronda. It's not working. I don't know. I, I think her star power has worked, but um, yeah, uh, I, I think was, she's she's got more of a name for herself there than she did in UFC for a bit. Same with acting, um, so she'll share that as well. But I think Ronda, she definitely sucks. Or she provides something where people cheer for her, whether they boo for her, they haven't recently. It's something. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Not absolutely. falling flat. I'm I'm more talking really and truly about the mechanics because you'd have Ronda Rousey on the books for her name alone, and mm. um, you know, and but then we see, you know, Shayna who potentially took up wrestling at the same time, like so far ahead of her in terms of everything. But Ronda, she has had a child. We'll just put that out in the meantime. So 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 has Becky Lynch at the exact same time. Oh, so but she's been training for like, Yeah, yeah, I know, but I mean, like, you should have missed, like, say, 18 months of, of training, which is I quite a long know. time in a six-year sort of spell. That's absolutely appreciated. And it is because uh, uh, Becky Lynch was training from 16, like, to be fair. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do think if um, if Ronda Rousey didn't go full-time, we'd probably be speaking her in the same respect as we would be a, a Logan Paul or a Bad Bunny, to be honest, because her her like first performance was really good. It was yeah. in that a tag match. You know, and she might have been able to recreate that one more time or something. It's it's because she hasn't really improved since is is why we were talking about her in the way we are, instead of, you know, really praising her because, you know, she's a celebrity that came in and, and did well in the match. Yeah, I think that's that's fairly reasonable. That is fairly reasonable. But when she signed the contract, she said, no, I'm in now. And so that's that's the standard oh, yeah. we judged that. Like. Mm. Yeah. Same with um, Stephen Amell. I think he was good at SummerSlam with Stardust. And then I think he's... Is he on full-time on the Indies now? Or I'm not sure. Um, but of course, we can't talk about celebrity involvement without the ultimate celebrity involvement of David Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I watched this documentary recently, which is 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 it's an okay watch. It's very jump and jump back and jump forward and skip a lot of time without mentioning anything. But um, it was quite entertaining, and I think if we look at the time, a lot of people cheered David Arquette winning the title in the crowd. We look back at it now and say, "Oh, that fucking awful." But um, you know, at the time it was cheered. I, I, I didn't mind the storyline that they did. I've been watching it recently with like Courtney Cox. It was yeah. part of the WWE narrative afterwards and making documentaries about WCW is like honing in on shit things. It was a bit shit, but it wasn't too bad. There was worse things they got up to even on a weekly basis. But, uh, you know, and it became and it kind of became lore of this is why they failed. And it kind of wasn't. No. Dennis yeah. Rodman was one of the success stories of it, wasn't he? Rodman um, and the mailman, Karen Malone, um, they did. They did their 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 thing, and it was it it, bring, it brought the eyes to the product. Now the product was red red hot at the time, anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, it did. They did their piece, and but like it, it, and they don't talk about that in the WCW with shit because people kind of like the mailman and they like Rodney. So yeah, yeah. just like this conversation. We've named about thirty people that's been a celebrity in wrestling, and it's and we've not even we've not even mentioned Jay Jay Leno as a prime example yeah. of yeah. someone's doing the Mr. same Mr. thing. And... We haven't mentioned um, Mr. T was a celebrity. 
WrestleMania yeah. 1, WrestleMania 2. It's kind of the, the, the forerunner of it, like, really. Yeah. Well, Andy yeah. Kaufman was the forerunner, but, you know. Andy Kaufman, yeah. Um, and obviously up until last year, we had uh, Trey Knoxville was yeah. uh, obviously facing Sami Zayn, which, yeah, it's a Marmite match. That put Sami Zayn in my ship books for about a year, so. And I just always uh, thought I was of the jackass generation. And it's funny how much you love it when you're 16 and then when you're 36 and you look at it and you go, there's something wrong with that man. Like he has no fear, like uh, compunction in him. And you kind of just fear for him. And you see what's happened to his mates and all. I didn't mean to make it a grim turn. Like, but, you know, when you live that kind of adrenaline, like, and I, I think there's something wrong with Johnny Knoxville. Like, as in he has no fear or any sense of danger at all. Like if you watch the old jackasses, they're really funny when you're 16. And now you're like, ah, oh, go and sit down and get a cup of tea, will you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think like celebrity um involvement. I mentioned talking about Bad Bunny from from Backlash, who has had what this is to be his third match technically, if you include the rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um and he looked great. He got put for a table. He landed his little bunny destroyer. Um, obviously, didn't get too overwhelmed when the crowd were. Obviously, he's a megastar, isn't he? But it didn't get too overwhelmed when the crowd mm-hmm. were behind him. He didn't take it all in. Uh, I think he did really well. And I think the event itself was was a decent, decent affair. Yeah, I, I skipped over a few matches. I skipped the first three or something. But I did. Oh, I want... Bianca Belaria, this guy's really good. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I just didn't have the time. It was late last night. And decided, oh, I want to watch Cody match and I want to watch Bad Bunny match just to see what happens. And yeah. Yeah, I wasn't disappointed with either of those matches. So, ba- Bailey's trousers or something to behold. Yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> All over Facebook. Just a lovely person. I, um, I always thought that this may happen if she wore something different on the lower parts. But like, I'm, I'm not a pervert, so... Well, you say that, but we've just come to the arse end of the episode now. And not a wank in sight. Not a wank in sight. Um, <laughs> not yet, anyway. We've still got... I, uh, just last piece, if you don't mind, if you'll indulge me both of you, if you don't mind. Like, we asked Joey about this because it kind of came up as well. Like, Johnny, do you find being in wrestling, like these celebrity involvements and stuff like that, would that annoy you and your colleagues? Because you're like, oh, well, we trained, we hurt our backs. We, You know, uh, like, Joey was like, from his personal point of view, kind of said, well, no, we like money. <laughs> <laughs> so say of like, um, I'm trying to think of a Geordie, Sarah Millican come in for, an, for one episode of Arcadia <laughs> Wrestling. Would you uh, would you get annoyed at her taking the, the spotlight away? Or? Uh, no, absolutely not. I think what you want is the events to be packed out. And if that means getting a celebrity in to, to do that, that's that's what we do. So uh, I'll maybe suggest we, we book... Oh, Sarah, in a match. Uh, I mean, picture it like so. You're at the back. She she comes to the ring and she grabs the microphone and she's like, "Oh, how we? <laughs> what? What's happened here? Like, I've I've fell over and I've I've spilled some cake in my vagina." And that and the whole crowd goes crazy for that. She then yeah. calls you out. Do you? How do you respond? Of our Sarah, oh, wait, oh, wait, flashback. 
a break in the ring, probably, if you did that. You know, That's OTP fair. in Dublin kind of did that. Uh, two kind of really niche priests from Father Ted. If, you've, if you're Father Ted fans, you'll remember Father Demo stealing yep. the whistle. And they they finished Demo stealing the whistle angle in the ring in OTT where someone got the whistle off and the pin. And it brought eyes to OTT. Right, so same thing. Good. Um, no cake in vaginas, though. Or women sounding like the um, what's her face from Postman Pat? She's Postman Pat. Did you ever watch Postman Pat with the old Geordie lady? I can't remember a Geordie in it, but I'm sure you're right. Was it the old woman who works in the post office? She was oh Postman Pat. Sing, got... Singing fog on the tine and like, yeah, sing... <laughs> Newcastle brown ale. <laughs> <laughs> doing the, the years, Jamie. doing the Shearer celebration <laughs> selling tickets with Noah Ranger um, right yes what an episode and yeah as you mentioned no wankins but we have had cakes and vaginas um, you don't get that on Bake Off um, Johnny Flashback thanks for coming back wanky very much <laughs> yeah. um, also as well we didn't mention how um, you've had your name stolen recently identity theft Ah, yes. Um, oh, John Morrison likes to go around taking people's names. But yeah, Flashback Pro Wrestling in the USA, I, I decided to look them up and see what, what they're all about. And, you know, they, they've brought in John Morrison to main event the first show, so naturally he does what Johnny does and changes his name to Johnny Flashback. So very flattering, isn't it? What would be his, uh, his name if he went to Arcadian and wrestled there? Johnny Arcadian, but I guess that's already me. I am Arcadian wrestling. Johnny, how are you? Um, what would you be if you went around your way, Daniel? What would he? What would he be? Johnny, uh, I don't know. Oh, What's like the local promotion to you? Does he have like... Oh, sorry, sorry. Johnny, uh, oh, Johnny over the top, which is actually be all right. <laughs> there we go. That's the sums his career up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw a picture of him very incriminating years ago. Not the flashback that's on here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I can remember when I think of him, even though he's a really good wrestler, like in, in and out and a supreme athlete, actually, when you think of it. Maybe um, we could um, call this episode Johnny Nitro Stage Fails. <laughs> it's all Johnny Nitro's fault. <laughs> all right, let's fuck off. I'll see you boys later. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yes. Bye-bye.